Check your productions in conjunction with Inspire Fitness Academy presents Fitness Strip Bear, a show that, as in the title suggests, will try to strip bare the myths, rumours and gimmicks of the phenomenon that in itself has become a worldwide industry. Hi and welcome to episode 3 of Fitness Strip Bear. Today's topic is cardio. So, John, cardio, what is it? Well, cardio is relating to the word heart. Can I just say, can you just put them back on? You look semi-intelligent in those oh, glasses. Well, That's all right, mate. Anyway, so cardio is relating to the word heart. So when you do cardio exercise, you increase your heart rate. Yeah. So in other words, you the heart's a muscle. So you're increasing the, the efficiency of your heart and the blood that you're pumping around the body. Okay, cool. So does that mean like... um? When your blood pumps quicker, does that mean more weight loss? Not necessarily, um, but it can be relating to that. So it doesn't. It isn't a direct correlation to it. It's anything to do with movement of a intense nature will burn off fat. I'd like to use the word fat, not weight, and we'll come back to that later. Yeah, yeah. They're two different things. So let's think about fat loss. So the more you move in an intense nature, the more fat you're going to burn. Yeah. Does that answer your question? Is that? Well, yeah, kind of. Okay. Um, quite honestly, I tuned out halfway through. Well, you know, I ask the questions, I listen, and I keep going. I yeah. light up for the next question. Yeah. So with cardio, obviously, um, obviously increase your heart rate, right? Yes. So obviously, when you're increasing your heart rate, you're obviously breathing heavier. Yeah. So does that mean like um? Obviously, respiratory comes into it as yeah. well. It's called pulmonary, but sort of respiratory. I, 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 know I, I, I was going to say the word pulmonary, yeah, but so, I didn't know whether I was going to yeah. be right or not. So, cardio means heart, pulmonary means lungs. So, this is why we call it cardiopulmonary. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. so they work in conjunction with your heart. Yeah. So, obviously, the harder you train, the heavier you're going to breathe. Yes. Which means your lungs are getting a really good workout yeah. as well. So, when all of that happens together... It's going to go all around your body. Your system is working really hard. Your muscles are also uh, working really hard as well. Yep. And it's going to burn off any kind of energy in your body. Yeah, right, yeah. The body has two preferred sources of energy. Number one is carbohydrates. Okay, That's yep. the main source of energy. So imagine that to being petrol, the best grade petrol you can put into your car. So that's what carbohydrates are like. Well, I can see, well, now you've mentioned the word carbohydrates, this is going to be another episode. I guess we're going to have to Absolutely, cover Absolutely, for sure, yeah. And fat is also a really good source of energy. Yeah. So it's going to burn off the carbs and the fat. Yeah. Okay? Okay, yeah. But the fat is not necessarily good for other reasons, especially what we call saturated fat, because that's what causes blockages and things like that, and is relating to high bad cholesterol. So you want to decrease the fat as an energy and increase good carbohydrates in order to fuel the body to be able to do high-intensity cardiovascular pulmonary exercise. Okay, right eh? So obviously the harder you work out, your heart rate's going, your lungs yep. are thumping out, everything, yep. and you're sweating, okay? Sure. Now, a good question I've got for you now about sweating. Yeah. Right now... Jockeys and boxers. Yes. Right, they go and have massive sauna sessions where yeah. they sweat. Yeah. Um, obviously, they do their workouts and all this kind of stuff. Is sweating um, an ideal way for uh, 
weight loss. Okay. So for those guys, it's their profession to actually meet a weight. They have to cut weight. Yes. And this is where weight is important because it's their job. Yeah. They have to make weight. So, for example, if a boxer uh, is a middleweight, they haven't been training for a while, and they go up to, let's say, a light heavyweight weight, they have to work really hard to train really hard to burn off all of that fat to get down to the middleweight limit. Okay. About 12 stones, something like that. Yeah. So, whatever. You want a measurement you want to use. But if they're struggling to make the weight, sometimes they will do something like go into a sauna or wear a sweatsuit and burn off weight in the form of sweat. Now, that is not good because that results in dehydration. So that can't be good for you because that's, that's correct. fluid exiting the body, isn't Indeed. it? And obviously, you know, being your body being made up of about 70, 75% water, yep. that's, I can't see that being a good thing. It isn't a good thing. And this is why in, in boxing in particular now, they've, re, they've introduced what they call a rehydration clause where they give you longer to rehydrate yep. so you can actually put the weight back well, on yeah because with the Jeff Horn fight a couple of um, couple of months ago yeah. he didn't make weight yeah. and then he came back two hours later and yeah. he made weight he sure. dropped about two or three it kilos been, yeah it would have been thinking, sweat yeah well obviously yeah. but I was thinking yeah. how, how did you do that for one it, yes. is it good for you and also because he did weigh in two or three days before the mm. event obviously mm. you know, as soon as you weigh in you go yeah I've made the weight I'm going to KFC sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but it's similar thing with jockeys but for general people not a good idea to use weight as your measurement of improvement because if most people will use the bathroom scales, right? Yeah. So do this, do those bathroom scales tell you how fit you are? No. Do they tell you how healthy you are? No. Do they tell you if you've just been for a crap? No. Do they tell because that does weigh. It does weigh. You know, it depends how much you get rid of. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I mean, it's, can you imagine that? You know, you've just been for a dump. And it might, and you go and weigh yourself afterwards. Yeah. You think, yes, I've just lost two kilos, but you've just actually lost two kilos of shit. Yeah. So well, always weigh less after curry night. Yeah. Indeed, that's right. Yes. So that brings into the next subject of cardio and the runs. Yeah. Ah. Thank you. Well, you touched on something earlier when you were talking about that, about um, stopping exercising and stuff like that. So. How long can I... Say if I, no, I'm going to the gym and I'm working out and doing this, I'm doing my cardio. And, uh, yeah. How long can, well, can I stop without losing any fitness? Or, or any... You know, come, Do you mean any, in terms any, of... Any gains, yeah. So, so say if I'm working out you know, every day for three months. Yeah. And then I manage not to go to the gym for a, a fortnight. Will yeah. that make any difference? Yes, it will make some difference. So when you have a, a fitness program or a cardio program, it needs to be done methodically. Because most people will go, the classic is New Year's Eve, New Year's resolution, I'm going running every day from here. Yeah. And you see, you, you know, you fat and 45-year-old guy with his red headband on and a knee brace and big tummy and wobbling down the road and shit running technique, he hasn't got a clue. Yeah. So, and he's sweating profusely and he thinks he's, you know, whatever. He does it every day. So if he does that every day and he's got poor running technique and he hasn't got the right footwear on, what might happen to him? He's going to get injured. Yes. So therefore, he's going to stop. So this is why you need a methodical plan. So to come to the real question in a second, if, if you have a methodical plan and you are kicking your goals and reaching your targets and everything else, and you stop for a week, then there won't be a, a lot of difference. Yes. Obviously, the longer you leave it... Well, consistency is the key, isn't it? Sure. Yeah, it's like you've got, to, you've got to keep some kind of yeah. um, program up. Absolutely you know, right, yeah. So 
Yeah, the longer you leave it, the worse it will be. Yes. There's no way of saying, well, a week, two weeks, and you're going to lose all of it. You wouldn't lose all of it. It depends how much you've done to start with. Mm. Yeah. So I call it your fitness bank. I call that your fitness bank account. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So it's a bit like a normal bank account. So yeah. the more deposits you make into your fitness bank account, the, the occasional withdrawal you can make by not doing anything for a couple of days. Yeah. It's not going to make a huge amount of difference, providing you've made loads of deposits. So with that, um, okay, say if you do have a program, say like, um, you know, being obviously a personal trainer, you set out a program for you know, individuals. And obviously you tailor them for, for different individuals' needs. Mm. Now, is it best to just seven days a week, bam, I'm just going to be a machine? Or mm. do you like to do uh, three days on, one day off, four yeah. days on, no, two days off? You okay, know? a lot of that depends on, the, depends on the age of the person. So, for example, if you've got a young 17-year-old who hasn't had any history of messing up the body and uh, filling it full of poison, alcohol and all the other stuff then they're going to be able to do train every day at a higher intensity, more so than someone who's 50. So someone who's 50 is going to have to use their intelligence a little bit more and build up to uh, higher intensity and also build up to less breaks in between. They may just spread the training out a little bit more and do it over a slightly longer period of time. Okay, let's talk about uh, cardio machines now. Yeah. Because like, you always get the uh, assault bikes and sure. you get the uh, treadmills and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Now, how accurate are they in terms of, well, distances that you're running and um, or walking, or, uh, yeah. whatever you're doing, riding, walking? Yeah, they're pretty accurate. They are reasonably so. Depends on the quality of the, the computer on it, of course. But no, they're pretty good yeah. for, for distance. But for things, other things like calories burned and all the rest of that, I can't understand how, I can't see how they can work that out, to be honest with you. So it's an individual thing. It's impossible for that to be worked out on a, on a bike, a treadmill or whatever it might be. Well, that's the shortest answer you've ever given. I was hoping you'd actually drag that one on. But anyway, so I've got a good one lined up, a surprise question for you. Yeah. I was going to use it as a rapid fire question, but it would, again... Yeah. <laughs> There's an old saying, sex is like doing a 5k run. No fucking right? clapping. That was producer Mitch telling me not to clap. Sex is like doing... Sex is like... Now, having sex in yes. intercourse yes. at the activity yes. is equivalent to having a, doing a 5k run. Right. Now, because of sweating and cardio and heart rates going yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Now, yeah. I've, I've never run 5k's in three minutes. Okay. Well, so if you're a two-pump jump, then uh, no wonder. <laughs> well, it's so. not going to be working. So, is, is there any truth in that? Ah. Uh, huh? It's like anything, isn't it? Sex might be an endurance sport for some people. It might be a sprint. It, Man, it I might be all got, over in a few seconds. I thought you were going to have a lot more fun with that topic. <laughs> we'll have to crash and burn. All the sperm of the moment. So, hey, oh. yes. uh, well, hang on. Just speaking of sperm, which is swimming. I'm a swimmer. Yes. I love my swimming. Yes. Now, I've noticed that when I do a lot of swimming, like I, I can swim okay, no worries. Mm. I can do it, no worries. It takes me you know, just under half an hour because I'm not smashing myself. But when I go and do a uh, a different sport, so I play cricket, yeah. um, chase a few balls after they've been hit, I am tired. Yeah. So what, why is that so different? Sure. So that's a very, very good question, and you're going to get the answer. It depends what you're training for. It's as simple as that. So, for example, okay, okay I used to run marathons. Yep. So I would do 42K in about four hours. So you're looking at going at about 11 and a half kilometers an hour, all the way. I'm getting tired just listening to you. <laughs> anyway, it's great. Love it. Anyway, so, yeah, so you're doing that type of training. So not long after that, I trained for a boxing match. And the, the fitness I had for marathon running was not totally useless for boxing. 
but it wasn't it didn't really relate to the fitness required for boxing so you and your cricket and your swimming you're training for swimming your fitness is good for swimming you've also learned good technique i presume and how to breathe right and all the rest of it well, absolutely yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's it's a eco it's so. economy of stroke and all the rest of it yep yeah so you've learned how to get the best out of your body that way through good technique as well and good breathing and all the rest of it yeah so your heart and your lungs your cardiopulmonary work in synchronicity with your swimming stroke so when you go to do something else like running after a cricket ball even if it's only for 15 yards 20 yards you're sprinting bang yep so you're it's a different type of fitness oh, you okay you haven't trained for that it's more of an explosive that's sort of... right exactly yeah so it's similar to the to boxing it has so many crossovers of fitness and this brings into play, well, what does fit mean? And people say, are you fit? Well, how can you answer that question? It's such a detailed answer. Well, especially now when you look at rugby league players, for instance, you, know, you get the big men, and they're, you know, back in the old days, they used to be like, a meat, you know, have a beer and a meat pie, then go sure. to the footy. Yeah. And now these guys are lean machines, yeah. and, and they are fit. That's right. Yeah, and, and, and agile, too, which yeah. is probably another topic we'll cover sure. in, um, with uh, Fitness Strip Beer. Yeah. So... Um, Moving on from that then, when would be the best time to do cardio in a workout? Would it be like before a weight session or after? Okay. Uh, again, there's, there's, it doesn't make any difference whatsoever. It is entirely up to the individual on what they prefer to do. There's no science either way to, to say that you're going to get a better result doing cardio at four in the morning after a weight training workout. Uh, after you've just been watching television uh, or 10 o'clock at night. It makes no difference. Your body, sorry, um, your body doesn't sorry. know what time it is. Well, I was going to say that, uh, ask that because you know, if you're getting up at four in the morning mm. and you're immediately just going to do a 5K run, yeah. wouldn't your heart just go, whoa, buddy, you better slow down? Or really. is it just, no, like, makes no difference. It's like, yep, that's where yeah, we're going to go. Exactly. Yeah, it's whatever you like to do. Okay. Yeah. I suppose yeah, your heart would be the most work, hardest working muscle in the body, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's working all the time. So, and that's an in, your heart rate is it is probably the best measurement and indication of your overall fitness. So, the lower your resting heart rate is, the better condition your heart's in because it's not working as hard to pump blood around the body. Well, explain that because okay, um, yeah, like resting rates of heart you know, beats mm. and stuff like that. Because I, I, I don't actually understand that because uh, your heart what beats what eighty beats a minute maybe well, pick, a, pick a number I don't know. Depends on the what, person. What is well? What is the um the perfect not not perfect just probably What's the wrong word. Well, um, your elite athletes can get down really low thirty. Thirty beats a minute. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, some less. A lot also depends on the, the personality of that person. If they're an agitated sort of jumpy sort of person, then the heart rate's going to be higher, like a drummer, because they're always fidgety yeah, on, on the move. That's right. Farty, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, but, no, I'm half joking. But the, the worst, if your heart's not in very good condition and the surrounding arteries and veins uh, and the blood is not in very good condition, for example, it might be too thick, then the heart has to try to pump it harder yeah which means it's going to get elevated which so, is not what you want with that then uh, heart fitness mm. okay um, obviously it's something you want to concentrate on your entire life so yeah. if you say you've you've been a trucker yeah I'll just pick I'll just pick that's the most obvious one where a guy's constantly sitting yeah sitting down driving 
and they they have a habit of overeating because they've got sure. truck stops and this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, is there a cutoff point where it's too late for them? No, it's never too late. It's never, ever, ever too late. Unless they have a terminal condition. Yeah. Maybe emphysema or something like that. But no, it's never too late. They, you, you can always do something. I was only talking to a guy on Saturday and he's put on God knows how much. He's 185 kilos. And I, you know, I said, well, what are you going to do? It wasn't my client. He was another trainer's client. And um, he says, well, I don't know. I don't know. I know what I've got to do. Just eat less. I said, right. And I don't normally recommend what I'm going to say now. But I said, have you? Because he's huge. He's absolutely massive. I was actually quite scared seeing him. I've known him for a long time. And uh, I said, have you thought of lap band surgery? And he went, I've thought of it. But I still make it not work and all the rest of it. So it... Yes. Well, the human body is an amazing thing. So if you've got lap band surgery, now, no, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. Mm. So mm. disclaimer Spain alert, disclaimer alert. alert. Um, if you um, get lap band surgery, your body, you can train your body to re you know, to eat again the same sure. amount. Can't you? Yes. Really? Yeah, because right. your stomach will stretch. Yeah, and that's what sure. he's saying he yeah. would he would do. But a lot of this is mental as well. So you've got to get to get the right results, you've got to get your, your brain in the your right place right. to start yeah. with. That's right. Otherwise, you'll keep ruining it for yourself. Well, that comes back to, you obviously, you just said you, uh, you do 42Ks, marathon. Mm. Uh, now, that's got to be uh, a lot of uh, mind, uh, exercise of the mind. Yeah. You have to push yourself to be at yeah. those limits. Yeah, yes and no. I mean... Because anything, when I think of marathon, I think of the spring rock. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, yes, it is. But also, it's more of a mental strength in, in sticking to the program. Yeah. So if, if the program starts, let's say, for example, because this is endurance, by the way. Endurance is a little bit different than cardio. Cardio is all relating to heart, and cardio fitness is how much you get your heart rate up. Endurance is how long you do something for. Okay, well, um, <clears throat> I've got this ongoing little debate that I've been having with um, a friend of mine about endurance and um, cardio. Yeah. Now, he... I reckon, I don't know, because um, I'm a swimmer. So, mm. I, again, I'll sit there and I'll do a couple of laps or, sure. or 20. And, um, yeah. you know, no worries, okay. Pump out, okay. No worries. No. And he reckons the cardio that he does is better than my cardio because what he's doing, he's, he's getting his heart rate up to a certain amount and then he's, he keeps doing intense um, exercise. <laughs> yeah. Is there any science behind that? Or yeah, you know, like... that's pretty... Look, that's... Is it, I think interval training. High-intensity interval <clears throat> training. Hits. Yeah, well, once he gets his heart rate up, mm. he has like a 10 second rest and yeah, that's wild, called, wild yeah, that's up, a, he keeps going. That's right, that's called interval training and it's very effective. Oh, okay. This is very effective, Something it's I've very good. A, like, I, I do that on a, on a, on a sorry, tongue, twi- tongue twisted, on an assault bike. Sure. Yeah. Say that three times fast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's like 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. Yeah. And that, yeah. that ruins me. But that's very effective and it's also really good for being time efficient. So a lot of people don't have time to be running for four hours on the road. So interval training is really good for people who are time poor. Running on the road. Yep. Is it? Well, I see joggers all the time. Now, yep. is there a, is there a perfect surface to run? No, 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 you, no. Oh, I was a footballer as a young guy, so obviously running around on ovals and on athletics tracks yeah. as well. And is there <coughs> is there um, a perfect surface? Is there a better one than others? Yeah, yeah, there is, um, but. When you're training for an event like a marathon, then you're going to be running on the road. So you train on the road. Train on the road. You, you, know, you train for your event. Or that's for right. Your... Yeah. And but the thing is, the only thing that I will say you have to, to take into consideration, apart from traffic, you don't want to get run over, is the road, the camber. So, yeah. Yeah. So 
that's because your hips need to be in line. And if the camber of the road is really quite, you know... Well, generally, cambers on the road always lean to the left for, yeah. for the range. Sure. But some of them, uh, when I used to run from uh, uh, the Q Centre to Miami, the, the camber was really pronounced. Yeah, right. And I found that I was leaning a lot. And that wasn't very good, but because it was four in the morning, I could actually run down the middle of the road and not worry too much about traffic. Yeah. So, yeah. So to find an even surface, no matter what it is, is probably more important than the, what the surface is. Well, I suppose, and also, this is probably going to be another topic we'll cover another day, but obviously, yeah. you know, clothing and footwear and what yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. obviously, you no know, absorption sure. and all this kind of Absolutely. You've yeah. got to get... If you're doing it seriously, you've got to get the right Yeah, because obviously shin splints and sure. all this kind of stuff. Can't yeah, that's it. That kind of stuff. Yeah, John, again... Time is up, gone way too quick, so we're going yes. to have to come back to our one and only segment, Rapid Fire. Fantastic. So, here we go. Have we got our clock ready? Producer Mitch. Okay. Question one. Is anything achievable? Everything's achievable. Um, if you have enough time to do it. You're talking fitness-wise here, of course, but not everybody can run 10 sec- uh, 100 yards in 10 seconds. Okay. Exercising on an empty stomach. Good or bad? Uh, not good. You need the energy to achieve maximum efficiency from your exercises because if you haven't got the energy, then you're not going to perform at a decent level. Will copying someone else's plan work for me? Oh, maybe, maybe not. Uh, it depends if what you want to achieve. If that plan is in line with what you wanted to achieve, then sure, it might work. But you've got to follow the plan. Okay. There's that bell. I love that bell. Stair climbing. Is it effective or not? Extremely. Very, very good. Because it's it's working a lot of muscles, it's working your core strength, it's working your gluteus maxim arse, and of course it's getting your heart rate up. But it all comes down to intensity. Right. Okay. Good. Favorite one of mine then. Gatorade versus Powerade versus water. Okay. So this is all about rehydration. So there's a big difference just between thirst and rehydration. When you lose sweat, you lose electrolytes. Gatorade and Powerade have a lot of electrolytes in them, which are minerals. Water doesn't really have a lot in there. Okay, fair enough. Well, that's all we've got. Oh, I'll keep clapping all the time. Sorry. <laughs> um, that's all we've got time for today on Fitness Strip Bear. I'm going to leave you now, John. Yeah. Um, Can I just say, on the one with the 5K and the sex, yes. I'm going to go for a 5K run later tonight, and I might just get one in, in the sex too. And then I'll be able to give you a better answer tomorrow. Excellent. Or next time. I, I look forward to hearing your, uh, <laughs> your, uh, your results from that, 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 that study. I'll see what the wife says. And, re- and remember, swimming in debt doesn't count as cardio. Might not be my wife. <laughs>